Today's message has been brought to you by Faith Family Church in Billings, Montana. For more information, visit faithfamilybillings.com. I'm going to just do a little bit of review. If you want to go to Proverbs 29, you can. Last week we talked about the Syrophoenician woman, and we're in a series called Truth Lord. And then the subtitle is Humility to Receive. Matthew chapter 15, verse number 27 says, And she said, this is the King James Version. This is the Syrophoenician woman. And she said, Truth, Lord, yet the dogs eat of the crumbs which fall from the master's table. In the New King James it says, And she said, Yes, Lord, yet even the little dogs eat the crumbs which fall from the master's table. And what we're, what we're looking at is, and what we began to look at last week was, the Syrophoenician's woman, uh, woman's ability to submit to truth that could be offensive and stir up pride in order to receive deliverance. Now, truth, and we know this from Scripture, tr- and we looked at this last week, truth is like a fire and it's like a hammer. But when you have a proper perspective about truth, even if it comes strong to you, even if it doesn't come in the tones and the inflections you'd like, if you understand the principle of how it sets you free, you'll humble yourself anyway because you desire the freedom over you know, your personal feelings. Amen? And so humility is a big deal when it comes to faith. Humility, submission, when it comes to truth, humility is a, is a, is a very big deal. Now, there's something I want to point out about this. The Syrophoenician woman... Her name's never mentioned. Even you, we don't know her. We'll know her in eternity. In other words, you say, what's the point in that? Some people, and this is, that, this is the nature of the flesh, all of us have to deal with this. Our flesh wants to have a name among flesh. Now watch this. They could have recorded her name. I'm sure the disciples knew her name. If there was a statement made to you by the Son of God, woman or man, how great is your faith? If the Lord said you have great faith, then your natural side wants credit for that. But great faith realizes I didn't come up with that on my own. That came from the Lord. And so we need to watch this because this, and I've been looking over these verses, pride is a stinker. Flesh is a stinker. Fear is a stinker. And they, I, I know we're all saved, sanctified, and washed in the blood. But you got flesh and so do I. And we're going to hit something today that we need to be very aware of because the enemy, not only in our country, but just in general around the world, through governments, through uh, uh, tech companies, giants, whatever you want to they call them. I guess it's good to call them tech giants because we're killing them with stones. Anyway, so <laughs> they are, the enemy is using his worship leaders his preachers, his social clubs or gatherings, his media outlets 
to try and basically cause the church's love to grow cold. If I could boil it down to one, one verse, an overarching thing. In other words, he wants to stir up our pride and get us to think, yeah, we're right and everybody else is wrong and start getting club-oriented. And so we got to watch out for this. Even, listen to me, guys, even in the church, even with your favorite preacher, well, this is my favorite preacher, and they know everything. <laughs> Let me help you with something. The Apostle Paul said, we look through a glass if the Apostle Paul didn't know everything, your favorite preacher doesn't either. And I don't care how many initials they have behind their name. <laughs> well, you don't know how long I went to school. And yet Jesus, Jesus said, my doctrine is not mine. It was given to me by the Father. Jesus took what the religious leaders called ignorant and uneducated men... <laughs> And just ruined religion and man's pride in leadership and religion. He destroyed it. See, none of us truly can receive fullness of what God has for us without humility. It's required. And I'm just going to say this. Everybody in this place, everybody watching online, including myself, has pride in some area. You've, and, and people say, well, it's, uh, you know, well, it's not dominant. It may not be dominant, but you have flesh, you have pride. Now, I'm not saying you have to yield to it. I'm just saying we all have areas where we're convinced we're right. Now, if it's, you know, what football team, I don't care about any of that. I'm talking about when it comes to the Scriptures and to the Word of God and fellowship with the Lord. And until we deal with that, how many know this? That truth is hindered from coming. Do you know that the entrance, you've, you've heard this Scripture, the entrance of His Word brings what? Light, right? If I'm in pride and I don't submit to truth, what doesn't come? Light. You shall know the truth, and the truth shall... If I'm in pride, and I don't like the truth that you're trying to give to me, but yet I desire freedom, what do I get? I heard a, a, a testimony being shared a while back just a couple days ago, and this was years ago, uh, a gentleman had come to a particular minister and wanted, you know, help. And so the minister opened the scriptures and began to show the person what the scriptures say concerning their circumstance. And the man said, well, that's what so-and-so said, and they named another preacher. And then they named another preacher after that. And then they said this, 
I, it's just, I'm not, that's not how I'm, that's not how it's, it's going to happen for me. I don't want it like that. How do you want it? The truth is what? It's the truth. Whether I like it or not. Come on, how many had your parents tell you that? That's the way it is, whether you like it or not. <laughs> Do you know they got that from Jesus? <laughs> oh. In other words, it is the truth. You know, people will say, and we live in this culture right now. It, this is where, this is where the, the demonic activity is. It's the level that it's at. It's the, the, the nature of what's been embraced by the society around us. Well, I'm not a man. I want to be a woman. I feel like a woman. I know that's a song. <laughs> that went through my head. I'm like, oh, I got to figure out something else to say here. I mean, she can't even sing that song anymore. <laughs> if, if Facebook locks me down here, you can go to Vimeo and keep going. All right. <laughs> got to make that clear. But the truth is the truth. Genetically, a man can never be a woman. And a woman can never be a man. Never. You say, how is that? Because at the genetic level, the markers, the DNA markers are there. They, you cannot, there's no science, there's no medical procedure that can change that. And so truth is truth. Now here's the thing. People say, well, I'm going to do what I want. And you'll have a harvest. And guess what, church? When that harvest comes... We'll be there to reach out with a hand of mercy. Because sometimes it takes some harvests of what sin does to turn somebody around. It just does. People say, well, I wish it wasn't that way. <laughs> wish it. We can't do away with free will, so there's no, no use trying to go down that, that route. Amen? So we need to be aware of this. The reason why the Syrophoenician was, woman was able to receive was because she said, truth, Lord. She submitted to what the Lord said, adjusted herself, adjusted herself, adjusted herself to him until total deliverance came for her daughter. And we looked at a few things, and I don't want to go over them right now because I just, for time's sake, don't have time. But you can go back and listen to the points that we that we listed. But we need to realize this and always be aware of the enemy's wiles in our life, his deceitful methods in our day, um, in our day-to-day -day walk of faith. How many know this, that you have to walk by faith daily, not Sunday? You have to walk by faith daily, not Wednesday. Okay? Every day you have fellowship with the Lord. We know this, and we see this in Ephesians 6.11, and you can just jot it down. This is why we are to put on the whole armor of God in order that we may stand against the wiles of the devil or the deceitful methods of the devil. Another passage along this same line, of course, you know this, is 1 Peter 5.8 and 9. It says, be sober, 
Be vigilant because your what? Adversary, the devil, walks about like a roaring lion seeking whom he what? Which means he may not. If you resist him, devour you. Amen? It doesn't say seeking whom he's going to devour whoever he wants. No, seeking whom he may devour. Resist him. Somebody say resist. It doesn't say assist. Steadfast in the... What is the victory that overcomes the world? Even our faith. Knowing that the same sufferings are experienced by your brotherhood in the world. People say, well, I don't want to suffer like that. Well, then leave the world. Too, too hard? <laughs> That's the only place you're not going to have it, is heaven. Here you get a fight. But I'm, I'm, I'm probably a lot like you guys. I'm just going to stay and be a thorn in the flesh of the devil as long as I possibly can. <laughs> I've made a uh, lifestyle of this. Now, specifically in this series, we are dealing with pride and fear. When the truth of God comes, it places a demand on the will of every person. We will either humble ourselves to the Lord, or in pride, we will resist Him. If we stumble, if we humble ourselves, we receive of His kingdom. If we resist Him, we will receive of the devil's kingdom. We cannot resist God's truth and expect to walk in victory over the devil and his demons. We cannot say to God, no, it's not that way, and expect deliverance to be manifested and the promises of God to be manifested in our life at a high level. It just won't happen. I have found in my own life that where I am submitted to God's word, I have his results, and where I am not, I have the enemy's or the flesh's results. Now watch this. Believers can have both kingdoms working at the same time in their lives. It is disappointing, but nonetheless, it is true. As disciples, we desire to walk in fullness of truth and light. This requires full submission to the Lord. Our spiritual development stops wherever we decide not to humble ourselves to the Lord's truth. Our spiritual development stops wherever we decide not to humble ourselves to the Lord's truth. If a person stops at the truth of Jesus is my Savior, which many do, and I will go to heaven when I die, then that is what they will have and they will not experience the blessings of the many other truths that are beyond this one. Any truth from scriptures, from the scriptures, not yielded to, stops the reality of that truth from manifesting in our lives. Any truth from the scriptures, not yielded to, stops the reality of that truth manifesting in our lives. For my first point this morning, I want to do this. I want to define pride and humility to Uh, Everybody loves to talk about pride. It's like the most exciting subject that we get to face. So for me, this is how I I do it in my mind, okay? Because I have flesh too. So when I hear a scripture and I go, and I realize I'm not doing that. 
then my flesh wants to rise up at times. Especially, boy, this series, or the series that uh, Dale led us through with, uh, in the men's, uh, the bait of Satan on offense or unforgiveness or whatever. How many know when you've been hurt, that can be a major stronghold of the enemy in a believer's life? Mistreated. And the enemy, and we're watching it all around us all the time if you pay attention, especially with the whole, uh, you know, police versus this, all that stuff going on. People have been hurt on both sides. But if I'm going to fix the blame on you instead of taking responsibility for myself, and until you pay the full penalty for what you did, then I can be free? What'll ha- what's, what, what the enemy's doing is, is he's pitting people against each other in sin on both sides, and the harvest will be death on both sides. Amen. So as the church, we have to be aware, I can't fall into that pride. You know, if you hate somebody for their skin color, you're just dense anyway. It's like hating somebody for their hair color. It's like hating somebody for their eye color. Why? It doesn't make sense. It it doesn't make any sense at all. And so we have to be aware of this because all these issues work into pride. They work into selfishness. They work into natural thinking, not God thinking. Proverbs chapter 29, verse 23. Let's, let's define some of this. A man's pride will bring him low. And that's a, a, a human's. That could be man or woman. But the humble in spirit will retain honor. Proverbs 29, 23. That's the New King James Version. The uh, New Living Translation says, Pride ends in humiliation while humility brings honor. The Bible in basic English says, A man's pride will be the cause of his fall. What causes us to fall? Pride. How many of you just want to embrace pride? You're going to embrace falling a lot. But he who has a gentle spirit will get honor. In the CJB, the complete Jewish Bible, it says this. It says, the proud will be humbled, but the humble will be honored. The humbled will be honored. Um, The Good News Translation says, arrogance will bring your downfall. But if you are humble, you will be respected. The message says, pride lands you flat on your face. Come on, somebody say, every time. Humility prepares you for honors. You ever looked at somebody who's, got a, who's received a lot of honors and go, what, what, how do they do that? Humility. Nobody ever does that for me. Pride will ruin people, but those who are humble will be honored. Pride means arrogance by implication. It means haughtiness. It means highness. And the word means swelling. (laughs) Swelling. Do Do you know how they treated me? Probably how you treated someone else at one time. 
or I have? Well, I'll forgive them when they apologize. And you are going to rot inside? They owe me. Pride. That car salesman lied to me. Shocker. (laughs) As believers, we recognize that these things influence us. But our responsibility is to listen here. Even if you paid a little more than the, for the vehicle than you should have, can God not provide for you? Amen? Humility def- defined not rising far from the ground. As to condition, lowly or low degree. Having a humble opinion of oneself. That doesn't mean a bad opinion of oneself. A deep sense uh, of modesty. Of course, it means humility. Lowliness of mind. A humble mind. Having a modest opinion of oneself. Humility is a yielding to God's truth and authority. Humility, watch this, is having a God opinion of yourself, others, and earthly circumstances. Humility is seeing it, is seeing what God says, receiving that, and then expressing that. Amen. A humble person is one who recognizes God's truth and authority and submits to it. So, as a humble person, can you say you hate yourself? No. You cannot hate yourself if you're going to yield to God's truth. Now, uh, Herb's been saying this over and over in leadership, and it's true. For every mile of road, there's two miles of ditches. I got it. <laughs> he had to remind me the other day. <laughs> what do you what do you say? Yeah. <laughs> then it dawned on me, oh yeah. The ditches. They're on either side. Two miles. All right, anyway. It's math. <laughs> the other side is true. The other side of it is true too. There are people that think they're haughty about their spirituality. Well, I'm the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Well, it needs to be tempered with the love of God in Christ Jesus. (laughs) Right? (laughs) We need those things to go together. So we got to watch this. Pride, we need a God picture. Now listen, People say, well, yeah, I'm getting all these principles. I'm going to write them all down, and then I'll be... No, it's the same thing that the Spirit of God said through joy. It's the same principle. you got to fellowship with the Lord. He'll show you where you need to work. Amen? Where, he, where you need to allow Him to work. So Proverbs chapter 26, verse 16. Let's look at several scriptures here, and let's look at them to see this principle of pride versus humility working. 
uh, as we go through this. I want to read just a few. Proverbs 26, 16 says this, The lazy man is wiser in his own eyes than seven men who can give a sensible answer. Listen to this in the Passion Translation. A self-righteous person is convinced he's smarter than seven wise counselors who tell him the truth. What is that? That's pride. Here we have a man who is lazy, who is so yielded to pride that he is convinced he is smarter than seven humble men who have built their lives on truth. That's pride. So what do we know about pride? Pride will stop what? Pride will stop your ability to see like you should because light doesn't come in. Pride will stop your freedom because the truth sets you so if I, if I don't, if I, if I just, you know, just, I'm just running headlong and I don't listen to anybody and I'm doing whatever I want and the Lord's around me with people speaking to me, he's trying to tell me things and I just, nope, this is the direction I'm going. What's going to happen to me? I'll be destroyed. And then people will go, you know, you, I've watched this happen. I had a friend of mine in high school and we actually ended up, we partied together and different things like that. And then I got saved and he never quit partying. He was an alcoholic and he just stuck with it and stuck with it and stuck with it and stuck with it until one day, you know, everything he did was under that he couldn't function. He was not, he didn't feel like he was functional without being total, being drunk. And he had multiple DUIs. He had all these things going on in his life. And listen, he was no different than me when we started. We both made a decision to go different directions. Until one day, he, said, he decided he, he was on his motorcycle. Oh. And the cops pulled him over. And then he decided to run. And he died because he wrecked that bike. And then people go to the funeral and go, make statements like, God, why did you allow this? Guys, we got to think past our emotion in some of these situations and realize, you know, it's like me. If I eat ice cream and Twinkies 24-7, I cannot get at the end of this year and go, God, what did you do? <laughs> do you understand what I'm saying? The point is this, is that pride won't take responsibility for itself. Well, if my parents would have raised me better, I could have been raised better. My parents could have been raised better. I could have raised my kids better. The point is, we all individually have a responsibility to God, and each of us has within us the ability to resist in our free will or submit to truth. Amen? All right, let's look at another one here. Proverbs 10.8. The wise in heart will receive commands, but a pratting fool will fall. Receive means to take hold of. How many know it takes humility to give up what I thought was right to receive what I find out is right. In doing this, I have to do something. Admit that I was wrong. Now, this is fun for all of us, right? I mean, periodically, we should just go, you know, 
I was wrong. <laughs> A pratting fool is, pratting is vain language, and to fall means to overthrow. It means to be thrown down or cast aside. So this is, if, 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 if I'm humble, I'm also going to listen, not just what? Talk. A pratting fool is someone who does not stop and in humility listen to what is being spoken by truth. They are in love with their own opinions and worldly lusts and desires. From this overthrow in their heart, from this overflow in their heart, they talk all the time, never stopping to consider the outcome of where their tongue is steering them. They end up falling. They end up overthrowing themselves. This is what I love about the Lord. Even if you've done it, He'll show you mercy and get you on the right path. But how many know you can't turn the Titanic in a day, in a, in a, I should say, in a few seconds? Because the rudder's how big, and the ship is how big, and what is the rudder? What is the rudder? What is the rudder compared to in Scripture? So people say, "Well, I tried that talking the right way thing, and it didn't work for me." And you're talking as a pratting fool, and you just declared that it's not working for you. <laughs> you know, it's amazing. It is amazing how much deception we have to fight in a day. It is amazing how much we don't stop and consider and step back and think about what's happening. Well, I always fight with my siblings. Hello. So keep saying that. And guess what you'll do? You'll continually, why? Because And people say, well, what is it, just take me over? No, you have built, you're steering your vehicle that way. You have built in your mind that I cannot be around my siblings without getting into a cat fight. We're going to yell at each other. It's just going to happen. You know, we're going to get there, and my in-laws are going to bring up this subject. <laughs> you got to go to the... Oh, I better get off it. All right. <sighs> our words are determining our outcome. It may not be instantaneous, but it will happen. Proverbs 10.8 and the Passion Translation, we're still in the same verse. The heart of the wise will easily accept instruction the humble. But those who do all the talking are too busy to listen and learn. They'll just keep stumbling ahead into the mess they created. And we do this. In fact, worldly psychology teaches you that you cannot be free because of what happened to you. And that is a lie. You can be free. Because he who the Son sets free is free indeed. You can have it. You say, what should I do? Say it. Well, it doesn't feel like I believe it. Your believer is not a feeler. <laughs> Part of believing is choosing first. And it's an act of the will. Whatsoever things you desire, which is what? An act of the will. When you pray. Amen? 
Proverbs 15.5, a fool despises his father's instruction, but he who receives correction is prudent. Now, this word fathers, I, I mean, I, when I thought about this, I thought, okay, your dad. But you could also think about your father in heaven. Despises means to spurn or abhor. Correction means to chase and rebuke. It means argument and reproof. This requires humility to receive correction. How many realize that? How many know it's the nature of everyone's flesh to not appreciate being wrong? Your flesh isn't like, whew, man, did you see that? I was so wrong on that. <laughs> Everybody was laughing at me. It was the best. <laughs> this is the nature of the flesh. The flesh will tear into something without knowing all the information and not knowing the whole situation, come on, is, is my own, am I the only one that has this? And, it, you, you, and, then, and then you get it explained to you, and you're like, whoa, oh. And then your flesh will do this. Not your spirit. Your flesh will do this. Well, I didn't know that. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> well, I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't realize that was, you know, and if I'd have known that, then I wouldn't have done that. Actually, if you had your flesh under the control, you wouldn't have done it. Whether you knew whatever. <laughs> oh. I'm so excited to get a new body. All right, so. In heaven, <laughs> I think I'm going to have a lot of ice cream in my house. <laughs> whole room. <laughs> yeah, Twinkies, lots of Twinkies, yeah. All right. Prudent means to take counsel or to make bare. I thought this was interesting. A prudent, to make bare. When something is bare, it has no covering. What is that? Truth. Like Adam and Eve before the fall. Now, people say they, they had a covering, it was the glory of God. Yes, I agree with you. But they were naked before the Lord. There was no... See, pride will put up barriers. Well, Lord, don't deal with that in my life. I don't want you to touch that. It's uncomfortable for me. Well, then stay in the chains. People, we as humans, we do this because pride does this. It spews off, jumps out, runs ahead. It desires a part of you that desires freedom. But then there's another part that says, I don't want to be exposed. Well, I'm sorry. Truth leaves you bare. Now, that doesn't mean you have to be exposed in front of everybody, but you're going to have to be naked before the Lord. <laughs> Don't take that naturally. People, <laughs> it's like, you know, we got to think spiritually here, all right? You're like, I'm a, the preacher told me to go home. You say, God, where, go ahead. And then he starts dealing with something. You don't go, Whoo, look at the time. I got to go. <laughs> How much am I paying an hour for this? You'll, you'll appreciate your freedom if you go through the, the uneasiness of letting him deal with the issues. Amen. How many have been saved a few years and you've experienced this? Amen. Keep, keep letting him go. Keep letting him deal with these things. 
He wants you so free that you just, people look at you and think you're naive and ignorant. Don't you know what's going on in the world? Biden's coming for your guns. <laughs> oh! Listen, you can't take my Holy Ghost. And I, here's the thing, here's the thing, and I'm, you guys know me, I'm not, I'm for the Second Amendment, all right? I'm for all the amendments, I love them all, especially the freedom of speech one, love that one. And our governor's doing a great job, I mean, he just keeps, I mean, it ain't perfect, but how many know it's really good? <laughs> okay, they, it, the sun is shining and they are making hay. It's true. They are. How did I get off on that? Anyway. <laughs> Peace. Don't worry about your life. How many have had things in your life not work out the way you wanted? Man, just the Lord loves you. Humble yourself. Receive. Let, just, Lord, I don't care what I feel about me. You love me. I receive it. How about one more verse? Proverbs 23, 29. Do not speak in the hearing of a fool, for he will despise the wisdom of your words. The Passion Translation says, a rebellious fool will despise your wise advice. So don't even waste your time. Save your breath. Pride despises wisdom. Pride blames others for its own decisions and actions. Humility will say, I was wrong. You were right, Lord. I repent. Pride makes excuses. Humility makes changes. We can purpose not to live foolishly. We decide. Amen. The enemy will tell you that you are too far gone and there is no hope. And that is a lie. That is a lie. I speak from experience. It's a lie. You are never too far gone, and the situation is never too far gone for the Lord. Ever. That, to believe that is to believe that God is not all-powerful. He is all-powerful. Amen? He is all-powerful. Why don't we stand? You know what? The subject of pride and humility is never like the top one. Like if you were going to go, uh, altar care, if you want to come, you can. Make yourself available up here for after. But if, you, if you're going to, as a minister, you know, if you're going to ever put on a conference, you don't ever want to put on a pride and humility conference. 
because nobody will show up. You, you want a large crowd, you put on a healing conference. You put on a prosperity conference. You put on a, a joy conference. But what I've found with the Lord is I've gone to those conferences and they're, you know, there's, of course, tons of scripture to back these things up. And they're for us. But the level of joy, the level of healing, the level of the blessing of God in my life only increases as I go lower. How many remember John the Baptist said this about Jesus? He must increase and I must now, guys, this can be on both sides. Some of you, I know this in here. Some of you don't see yourselves the way the Lord sees you. And it's, it hinders your faith. Because you've allowed circumstances, life, and the enemy to def- give you a definition of, your, of who you are instead of the Lord. Which, whether if you think higher than what the Lord said about you, it's pride. But if you think lower then what the Lord said about you, it's pride. Do you see that? Come on, say this with me. Say, the Lord forgave me completely. Come on, he loves me unconditionally. Now, people say, well, that doesn't mean he loves everything we do. No, but how many have kids? Do you love them unconditionally? Do they irritate you sometimes? Sorry, kids. <laughs> <You're> like, <laughs> but you know what? It never stops my kids from being McFarlands. And I don't care what my kid has done wrong. If you try and come and hurt one of them, I will hurt you. And I know how. I've had my mind renewed, but not that far. I know about weapons. <laughs> My point is this. God's the same way with us. Come on, forgive you. You're forgiven. Come on, say it with me again. I am. I receive forgiveness. Ah, just, you know what I mean? I do not, I, I, though I remember this so distinctly, and I, I remember as I just, as I, when I first got saved, the enemy would tell me, he'd say, you, you're going to go back to all this that you were in. And I had to fight with faith. You know how you just, you lock down on what you want from the Lord and you don't let go. And I said, I will never go back. And I would make mistake after mistake after mistake. And the devil would come to me and say, see, you did it. I told you, this is who you are. And I'd be like, no, this is not who I, the greatest thing that ever happened to me is Terry and Susan, my in-laws gave me word of faith preachers to listen to. I listened to Jesse Duplantis. I listened to all these guys. And, I'd, and they'd say, you need to say this about you. And I'd say it, and I'm like, oh, that does not feel like what I am. I'm pretty sure, Lord, 
that I'm not the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. I'm pretty sure I'm a worm. <laughs> but it's like, well, and I was young enough, I, well, the preacher said it, it must be true. And thankfully it was true, but now I'm convinced I'm the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. I'm convinced I don't have to go back to anything that I was, and I will not. And I will go into what I was and pull people out of where I was and go, ha ha, ha ha, devil, I got another one, and you're done. I'm sorry, you lost another one. And he'll say, he'll say, look at their clothes. We'll buy them new clothes. Because the resurrection power of God can pull a transgender straight out. Ha! God, come on, listen to me. God is so good, he'll heal them. Come on, the maimed. We're going to see miracles take place in physical bodies that are on a gender level. You say, how, how can he, Jesus became sin with all of it so that we could become righteous with all of him. When you find out who you are, you're going to drive the devil nuts. And it's a faith fight, amen? And it requires humility. Father God, we're so grateful for your goodness. You know, if you're here today and you're not born again or you're not spirit-filled, we have altar workers up here. Please come up right after. You say, spirit-filled, what is that? That's where you receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit with the evidence of speaking in other tongues. It's a wonderful prayer language. I don't have time to explain it, but the altar workers can. But Father God, we thank you for today. Lord, we purpose to walk in humility, walk in humility, and get rid of pride. Lord, we will, as you said, we will come before you and be bare, be open before you. Say this with me. Say, Father God, you can deal with me wherever you like and I'll let you I'll cooperate with you because I desire freedom over bondage we believe we receive it Lord in Jesus name everybody said amen thank you for taking the time to listen today if you would like more information about Faith Family Church, including service times and location, visit faithfamilybillings.com.